irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Welcome to All Things Therapy. I'm your host, Lisa Tahir. My show is about facilitating personal growth by involving you, the listener, in conversations with people whom I admire, knowing that all of our contributions matter. If you'd like to call in today, please feel free to at 818-602-4929. I am a licensed clinical social worker practicing as an intuitive psychotherapist. I am EMDR certified, a Reiki level two practitioner. I have offices in both Los Angeles and New Orleans. You can find me at nolatherapy.com, the abbreviation for New Orleans Los Angeles Therapy. You can reserve sessions on my website via Skype, phone, in person or on location. You can purchase my book there. And in the future, just looking ahead, I will be in Melbourne, Australia in January 2017, available for sessions. You're also welcome to email me if you'd like to be a guest on this show or if you'd like to advertise or sponsor a show. I am very excited about today's guest. I am here in studio in Los Angeles with Amadeus who is a clairvoyant artist, astrologer, and songwriter, among quite a few other things. And she's able to assist her clients with the removal of blockages and helping them walk on their own life path with more ease. Let's bring her on. Hello, Amadeus. Hello, Lisa. Thanks for having me today. You're welcome. Thank you for coming on. How are you? I'm good, and I'm super excited to be on your show today. I am so happy you're here. And I mean that. <laughs> As do I. Um, it could not be a better day to have me on a talk show, astrologically. We were just speaking about that prior to coming live. Can you can you tell us more about why that is and what is going on astrologically? Well, what's going on astrologically is that today, the planet Mercury, which rules how we think, how we communicate, how we process information is having a nice warm hug with the planet Uranus, which is the planet that is the great awakener planet and the planet of technology. (laughs) Ah, (laughs) we just had a little technological blip. Very funny. Okay, cool. (laughs) um, Before I go into that, I think maybe I'll say a little blip about myself. Please. Try to explain. Yes. So I I like to call myself uh, an artist healer, and I use the tools of astrology and tools of clairvoyance and my guitars and my sound studio and my pen to express and to heal. And how I got into astrology, I came from... Do you mind my telling you? No, I'd love to hear. I got into... Okay, I got into astrology in a kind of interesting way. I come from a background that uh, would not have supported that necessarily. Okay. I come from a very academic town with a biophysicist father who's into hard science and a cross-cultural psychologist mother who is lovely and open-minded but spent the bulk of my childhood telling me that God was a concept that humans made up 
to feel better. Seriously? Seriously. Okay, very interesting. So I went through a, a very long health crisis, and when one does that, one goes to very different modalities, trying to heal oneself. And one day I went with great cynicism to an astrologer, and within one minute the person said to me, you almost died last year on July 4th. Wow. That was true. And I went, hmm. And as I delved deeper into it, I realized that there's some truth in the patterns of the celestial bodies and that the saying that as, you know, below, as above, as within, yes. as without, really kind of made some sense. So yeah. that's sort of my background on how I got into astrology. And I often have to explain why do I do astrology and I'm a songwriter and I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, am I just all over the place? And for me, it's it's operating on the exact same frequency. I feel like they're all connected. They're totally I mean, they're all creative mm-hmm. and, you know, take uh, – like science, math, you know, things like that into account as well. Absolutely. And astrology is so mathematical. Absolutely. It's always humorous to me since I decided I didn't like math <laughs> in a rebellious Your parents had their say-so there, so to speak. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it is. And it's, it's, it's like music. And it's, it's just, it's, it's beautiful. And it's pattern reading. So to, mm-hmm. I think we talked, I was going to talk about the frequencies, the frequencies of creation, the frequencies of tuning in, you know, yes. everybody has the abilities, you know, I believe we do. To, to do this, to be intuitive. It, sometimes it's semantics, whether you're intuitive or astute or clairvoyant. Right. And it's just, it's just what channel we decide to tune into. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, astrology can sometimes give you a nice snapshot at birth of where you might be predisposed to tune into, but I personally believe that anybody can tune into these frequencies. I think so too, and grow and develop those capacities. Right. So I was going to talk about that. Yeah, well, we are doing, for our listeners, two more shows. This is number one in a series, so we will definitely come back to that, if not today, then in the future. And we might, but then I realized that today could not be a more perfect day to talk about how we communicate. And that's where we started with the planet Mercury, the planet of communication, um, having a conjunction with the planet Uranus today. So what this means is that all of us are going through some interesting stuff with our communication. It's a great day for breakthroughs, for awakened messages, to listen to a talk show like this. Oh, good. To get out of your rut. You know, each sign's experiencing it a little differently. Okay. But collectively, we're all having the ability to awaken our communication and our consciousness. And I feel like this is a new trend that we'll be, um, we'll see a lot of in the summer. And socially, we're all coming to a new social consciousness. Things feel different to me in an energetic, electric way. I don't quite have all the words for it, but this is definitely resonating with me. What I hear you saying is going on astrologically. Yeah, and electric's a great word for today. I was going to say, what would the theme be today? It's electrical communication. So Okay. Speak. So um, I think you and I were talking about the fact that there seems to be a newness in the newness in the world right now. Of course, it's spring. We've had an equinox. Um, it's, it's the start of, you know, new beginnings when we plant new seeds, you know, just like the seasons. And I'd say really today uh, it has a lot to do with that newness in terms of who we are, how we're going to show up, what we're going to talk about. And I encourage, I definitely encourage everybody today to just be really open to whatever messages come your way, whether okay. that's a book falling out at the library, whether that's somebody you have difficulty with telling you something that go makes you go, ouch. Not that it's right, but just a message might be there for you. So being open to those messages today in particularly. Yeah. Today is a day to definitely be open to out-of-the-blue messages, which can take you onto a new path, actually. 
It's yeah. A, it's a very remarkable day. It is. That's great. <laughs> Astrologically. That's great. So let's see. Um, there's some more things going on. You know, I've had a lot of, I, I was told I can swear on. Absolutely, <laughs> you can swear. I've gotten a lot of what the fucks on my cell phone. Absolutely. Lately. What's going on? <laughs> this seems to happen. For, for how long? Because um, I, I had some major shifts happen about around the end of March, like profoundly unexpected um, shifts and changes. So how long have you been getting? At the end of this month? At the mean? end of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, March absolutely. Right yeah. Yeah, that but I'm still dealing with. And, yes. <laughs> and absolutely. Well, I was going to say, it goes it goes through trends, you know. I'll, I'll get it. You know, okay. So, and definitely uh, there's been a large influx of uh, WTFs in my cell phone, yes, in the last week or so. It, it, one could say if one, you know, speaks in uh, – divisive terms that, that it's been very fiery it's been very you know explosive lately in the last few weeks mm-hmm. this has a lot to do with um the planets meeting up in certain ways without getting too te- technical and the eclipses that have happened you recently. mentioned that before we came on the air about yeah. the eclipse that happened on march 23rd yes i feel like the recent uh, wednesday march 23rd yeah i feel like the recent what the hell is going on and for you too, mm-hmm. have a lot to do with that march 23rd eclipse which was in libra and it ended a cycle of eclipses that we've had over the last couple of years that have had a lot to do with relationships okay how we relate um, in our relationships, or, you know, h- how do we meet our own needs versus the other? How do we show up as our authentic selves? How do we bring that into partnership, whether that's... And navigate that with, with someone else. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of disruptions in this area for a yes. lot of people over the last few years. So the good news is that was the end of the cycle, though we do have aftershocks astrologically at times. What does that mean, aftershocks <laughs> astrologically? Yes. That's a good question. Well, <laughs> so when, when the planets hit the points again, so like when, you know, when things happen at the same degree later, let's say in the summer, you might feel like, oh, I thought I was done with that. You know, for okay. instance, I think you and I were talking, I, my phone also seems to be uh, lit up with half the people I know suddenly getting engaged and getting married and then tons of people just breaking up okay so one extreme or the other Mm -hmm. yeah and that's another theme going on now i mean all the themes going on sure a lot of polarity showing up right now in our world you know politically you know the the pendulum swing and i'm not going to get heavy into politics but the pendulum swing of just sort of sheer absurdity on one side and sheer absurdity you know on another side just showing that we're as as a culture as, as in the world even, you know, we're learning how to balance, you know, male and female, yin and yang. We mm-hmm. see this reflected in TV shows like Transparent. We see, we see all these ideas of how we're learning to re-navigate, you know, um, wholeness. Right. And this shows up often in our relationships. Absolutely. So with this last eclipse to go, eclipse to go back to that, um, people have really, really been working on themselves, even if they don't give themselves the credit mm-hmm. of that, to evolve and, and find new ways to relate that work better for their lives. And as we do that personally, we collectively, you know, we move up together. Mm-hmm. And, and to a higher mm-hmm. realm functioning yeah. state of being. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you use astrology as a tool for your clients to navigate the kind of thing that we've been all experiencing yes very well said yeah i use um and and then i also do clairvoyant stuff which okay is, can you say more about yeah, that i can <laughs> that's so, that sounds fun yeah so <laughs> astrology in, a, in in some ways you know is, it seems a little more tangible a little more uh 
measurable because we're dealing with you know numbers and and absolutes charts and charts graphs. Yeah, graphs and slices of a pie yeah and when we go into talking about clairvoyance, we're talking more about what I would call the 5D realm or the realm, you know, out there, the ether, the do-do-do-do. Yes. Um, which, you know, sometimes people talk about not believing in that realm, and yet we're on a cell phone talking, you know, somehow. Exactly, you know? somehow. And we kind of know something. We all know about those moments. I just need to call my mother. I think something's going on, you know. We, exactly, feeling things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have claircognizance and claire. I'm clairsentient, so not clairvoyant as far as I know. But I know we all, like we spoke about earlier too, have the capacity to develop our gifts, our skills, our abilities. Do you do you think, and I'm just a random yeah, question that please. came to me, do you think um, the ability to, to channel and tap into to these 5D senses can be shaped by our experiences and childhoods? I know you have a you know therapy background in your family and your studies, like for me, I look back and things that I went through have opened me to be able to to read like the meta communication, the music right. under the words, the things that you see one thing, but you perceive another. And what you're right. perceiving is true, though the person might be saying other words, behaving in different ways. You know, you sense that there is something else going on. So so do you think our, our you know, psychology and upbringing influences being able to tap into those abilities and gifts? Yeah, that's a great question. I do think so. I mean, I think we're always dealing with nature versus nurture, mm. you know, and I get that question a lot in astrology. That's a good question. Okay. You know, do you? you? Know. Um, do I? Do you get that question that? a lot? Yeah, I do. Okay, wow. I, I get it a lot, you know, sort of like, this makes sense, but don't you think it's because, you know, I grew up here and my father left the family? And, and I'll say, well, that's that's what's fascinating about astrology is that, and, and in a lot of ways, one can sort of see that in a chart. Although I'm not a, a big dogmatic person of in absolutes about astrology, you know this means this you okay. know, categorically. But but then there's also you know there's the you know the nurture of it, you know, and what happened in your in your family, and then one can get really philosophical and say, well, you made your chart to be that way, okay, <laughs> which I believe on some level, yeah, you know, just like the concept of you chose your parents, you like know? created our destiny exactly mm-hmm. based so on what we wanted sense. to learn, yes. who what we wanted to. Give this world, yeah. So it all it all connects for sure. Right. But I do think if I I think there's something a little bit more to delve into on that. I do think that yeah, the the, the environment you grew up in does um, either open or shut your eyes a little bit to tuning into things. I like that way of saying it. Either opens or shuts your eyes. That that feels really accurate. Thank you. Yeah. So I've had to think about it, like. For myself, that's why I know um, probably friends that are listening today are probably laughing because I always <laughs> talk about, you know, my big coming out moment was saying, you know, in the world was telling my mother, who's so lovely, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, Mom, I think I had an experience with an angel, and I was terrified. I was what did so, she say? I, I thought she'd go, you know, she's open-minded. She's a therapist, you know. So, right. But I thought she'd go, hmm, you know. And she said, you know, if that was your experience, you know, I, I believe that for you, and I want to know more about it. It's probably going to make me cry now. It's beautiful. <laughs> and and oh. she really opened up to it, and and that's when yeah. I learned that so much of what I knew or felt uh, um, had to do with permissions in language. I don't mm-hmm. know if that makes sense. So giving ourselves mm-hmm. permission, for instance. Yeah. So I was allowed to be astute in the environment I grew up in, but I wasn't allowed to be intuitive. 
then maybe I was allowed to be intuitive when that word got more comfortable. But Lord, how not psychic. You know, that's crystal gazing. And I'm too reasonable to be doing Too that. academic, yeah. too intellectual. Yeah. yeah. So definitely in our families, I, I know in my work and personal life that, you know, we are given certain permissions and we learn to operate within those parameters and boundaries. And they're almost like these invisible boundaries that we take into our, our lives and our relationships. And when you step out of that boundary... You know, it's kind of like, ah, it, it can feel so scary, but there really is no boundary. It, right. It's just what we've learned. So it right. sounds like that's that's what you're speaking to when you were felt so fearful to share with your mom what had happened and that she met you there. She wow. did. And I really was. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I remember where I was sitting. I remember where How she long was ago was that? I'm just curious. That was, let's see, uh, I was past college, maybe 20, 20 okay. years ago. Yeah. Maybe... 18 I have to, to figure it out she was she lived in Santa Fe if my mom calls in and is listening tell me when that was yeah <laughs> yes and then I had to move then I tried the next thing I moved the word from you know astute intuitive to maybe psychic okay you know, I wasn't comfortable with the word clairvoyant on any level and I'd love to talk about that a little yeah um, and psychic just sounded silly sort of but it, it was sort of a grab all, you know, and, and it's still a good word, although it has a lot, you know, a lot of negative connotations. You know, I can tell people that I'm a healer and that's acceptable uh-huh. now for some reason, you know, but psychic and, you know, you know, there can be snarky laughs on that word. That's interesting. For me being new in Los Angeles over the last year and a half, you know, I hadn't known many psychics in New Orleans. I know they're there. They right. just weren't a part of my community and here, I guess I've I've had really positive experiences with the psychic community, the spiritual community. So it sounds like, do you think that came your own, I guess, growing up in your family and such, you know, the, the more negative bend or, and in, I mean, academic world, I'm thinking as Are well. Are you saying, was I maybe looking for I'm that I'm kind of answering yeah, my I own like question, that. yeah, yeah as I'm I like asking. that. That was, yes, I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are, because you're right. I was here when that happened, and certainly this is a pretty supportive uh community you know in the world for yeah. this kind of stuff but still yeah i probably ferreted out the two people out of you know 200 and went ah and you know? to almost reinforce <laughs> yes. that belief at some level <laughs> well, the repetition compulsion yes well done <laughs> so do you want to talk about being clairvoyant you said yeah. like i'd like to hear more about your work and just yeah. everything yeah so um and i know i'm going on tangents i can follow you i'm a gemini okay, okay. <laughs> that's right you are <laughs> two air signs yapping today <laughs> oh gosh who knows what we'll end up speaking right, about right. <laughs> i love it um yeah, so I went. I moved from psychic. Then I then I had to find a way to deal with the. I will say the the downloads I got. You know, like information that I got. You know, um, feeling things medically that other people have, knowing things I shouldn't know, and handling that energy. And wow. I, I think I mentioned I was sick for quite a long time. Was it ten years? Am I remembering correctly? Years. I mean, that's significant, significant. Amadeus. Yeah, and I I had to heal myself, and a lot of that healing, you know, was body, mind, spirit. Mm-hmm. So some was, you know, body, but so much of it was in this realm. And I finally learned midway through, okay, I, I, I'm channeling, you know, I channel a lot. I, mm-hmm. I write things on the spot. I, characters talk to me, songs. I write on instruments. I Beautiful. Never I know things, but, but I'm also sick and I'm not handling this well. And that took me um, to uh, a good friend and my psychic teacher, uh, Chris Cahill. Mm-hmm. And she's wonderful, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you have a link. And that's where I first learned um, how to ground, like really understand what grounding was. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, in learning to take in information, this is where I'm getting into clairvoyance, mm-hmm. the information that I'm taking in and allowing to move through me, but to not have it overtake me, 
which I think okay. many of us have. I think many people that aren't comfortable with the word clairvoyant are very clairvoyant or clairsentient. Um, but they tell you that, oh, I had a day and I just feel everybody. Or, oh, there's a car accident. I feel dirty. Yes. I need to, ugh, you Like know? how to get that uh-huh. off of you, out of you. How to not just go through the world picking up everything that is coming into our auric and energetic fields. Exactly. Which is one, now to go back, and I'm shifting for the, yeah. in your childhood, if you learn that's not a good thing, you will learn to shut that shut down. Shut it down. Yep. Right. Because that's not comfortable. And if you get the information from your environment, it's not comfortable to be sensitive, so to speak. You should pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Yes move on and get over it you're definitely going to shut down all that information which is just Mm -hmm. information it's not positive or negative it's just information and so how do you take it in when you open it back up which is i think what my illness did was sort of open me back up split me open yeah (laughs) to it yeah and then be okay so i learned this grounding technique and in learning that i walked into this class with a psychic who's clairvoyant and amongst many other things and i said oh i'm not clairvoyant and she said, that's really funny, Amadeus, since you're in film and you tell me that you can picture an entire film. That's wow. where I got my degrees. Yeah. Said, yeah, yeah, but I'm not. I don't, I'm not, you know, I don't. And I couldn't even answer my own question, you know, mm-hmm. or my, my own. You're kind of like stumbling yeah. over your I own was. words and in the moment. I was just smiling at me. And I, I realized, again, I'm going to keep saying so much of this, I believe, is semantics and what we're comfortable with from our yeah. culture, from what's going on in our environment, you know, what meme is popping around. And so to be clairvoyant in the way for myself, I do get information in different sources. I get mm-hmm. information. I do get words. I do get sounds and then I do see pictures but I thought it meant that I had to see pictures in some way I don't even know what I was thinking it was something Mm -hmm. I must have been taught that I literally had to be looking at you right now and I see an entire movie really literally you know flowing across your face amazing you know yeah because I didn't have it that way I didn't believe that I was clairvoyant you know what did you think it was looking back or did you just kind of squash it do you think why what did I think as when you had those experiences and you know initially was it uncomfortable was it kind of like ah you don't know what's yeah it it was a little uncomfortable especially when I started realizing that if I said oh I, I see that you know something you know in your bag that you have in there you're allergic to or something wow you know and then it would be right then it's like oh oops you know like whoa I don't know you know I saw it but uh, maybe yes lucky or right what if I don't do that next time or I think the worry and fear yeah yeah but that worry and fear is just you know going back to limiting and and, Mm -hmm. and almost like a shoot throwing yourself down through your fears from your knowing, like your higher yes. source, down back to, you know, the level of fear down here, where everything goes back into, you know, plus and minus and polarity. Yes. If that makes any it sense. It does. I it does. Too far I, I often have the the vision. I used to do, I don't know, a lot, like four or five, six times bungee jumping mm-hmm. and Bali, cool. Indonesia <laughs> in particular. And um, it was something I was so scared to do. Whenever I feel a certain fear level, I feel like you have to go do that thing. Whatever it is that makes you have this much fear, you just must do it because it's it's not healthy. You know, and every time I've done that, bungee jumping was an example, you know, just to be on the edge of that platform. And I felt, I went off backwards. I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do some elegant like backflip. <laughs> and it was the most euphoric, amazing feeling. And I did it over and over and over. And now in my life, as I've crossed different boundaries, you know, professionally and personally into things that have scared me or frightened me. Can I do this or not? I just remember being on that platform. And when I jumped, it was like scary for maybe a moment, if if a second, mm-hmm. you know, and then it just felt 
like totally peaceful. And I've been finding wow. that experience in my life too. So it sounds kind of like that that was your reference in a way. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm hungry. I'm sorry if my stomach is. That's okay. I cannot hear your stomach. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> my stomach has a message today. Um, well, I'm kind of interested, if I can ask you, not yeah. to turn it on you. I'm interested in that because I noticed that with you. And, of course, I was thinking, I don't know your chart. Sure. Um, that, yeah, you, it seems like you do You do jump out. We're both Aries rising. Yes. You know? um, jump out and take the risk. And, you know, you're curious in that way. And, and you go for it. I and, do. And so does that, I'm, I'm curious, does that, since you had that physical experience of that, do you bring that into, do you mind I'm asking? No, it's fine. We can talk, absolutely. Do, do you bring that into... Um, you know, things that are not necessarily physical, tangible, but like an emotional risk. Now do you, I do. Do you tune into that and know to go forward? I do. I Like in, in my journey, I remember even being in grad school at Tulane 20 years ago. And as an intern, I we had to see clients and um, be supervised, like filmed with what we're doing. And sometimes I do some kind of um, radical things. Like I remember this, this student, this a boy that didn't want to be in therapy. And finally, I was like, fine, like, don't talk to me. And I picked up a book. And I started reading a book. And this was after quite a few sessions of trying all the sensitive, uh, Rogerian ways to engage. And my supervisor was literally freaking the fuck out. Like, what is she doing? And I loved, uh, who are some of my, oh gosh, I'm blanking on some of the, the greats. Whitaker, Carl Whitaker used to do Virginia satire, would move families around in their chairs and, right. you know, do family sculptures. And I really was like channeling those people. And I remember it was a breakthrough with that young client. Everything changes, changed, and my supervisor was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, that is totally not okay. And I was like, but look, to what, ha- look what happened. And there was so much success in his therapy. So I- I've realized I've been doing these intuitive things for years, not knowing there's a name for it, right. you know, and until, you know, in more recent years, especially moving out to Los Angeles and realizing, like, I see maps over clients' heads. I see it over friends' heads. It's literally like a map, like right. um, like a highway. And I see people, places, things, mm-hmm. and and I'm able, I can, I have, like, a photographic memory. Mm-hmm. So when I write, ne- write notes, I can see them mm-hmm. in my mind's eye, tests, to passing tests that way. I can see the information in my notebooks. So I didn't know I had these abilities until, so I just started calling myself an intuitive psychotherapist, though I've been one for over 20 yes, years. Exactly. I have my logo change and everything. I love it. Thank you, because I'm, I'm owning that right. now. Kind of like you said, I didn't feel comfortable owning that because who am I, you know, to, to call myself an intuitive psychotherapist? But again, I think we all have these abilities. Right. You know, I'm just really, really focused on enhancing mine especially lately, because it makes my work more enjoyable. People benefit more, you know, by, by however much you can help them. I'm not sure if that's what you were asking me. Yeah, but that's no, what's no, coming no, I up. love okay. it. And I mean, it, that's why I love, I love your show. It's Thank all you. therapy. It's not, it's not getting stuck in one dogmatic approach, you know. Right. It's, you know, having a grab bag of things. But what, what I love about what you just said is I just described that, that you know, that pause that, Really, most people I know have, including myself, on naming oneself or giving yes. oneself permission to be intuitive or a clairvoyant. You literally just said that you're clairvoyant. I mean, you just said you see maps. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I thought that was claircognizance. Yeah, but you're also seeing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know? I do see. Yeah, so, I'm very visual as an yeah. artist, a glass artist as well. I see everything. Yeah. So that's cool. Sort of what happened to me when I said I wasn't claiming it. Yes. And, you know, maybe somebody else will say that's not how I identify it. But I, you know, I could do an entire show on this because I do think that that 
language. I'm, you know, I'm a word junkie. Yeah. <laughs> that language and um, semantics gets so much in the way of people opening up to their knowingness. So which direction would you like to go in? Because we could go in that direction, <laughs> or we can talk more about uh, the eclipse and what is happening, you know, astrologically, how we can better cope. So it's up to you. What, what would you oh, like boy, to do, Amadeus? See. What do I want to do, says the Libra. This, <laughs> or, that, or, this or that. Friends probably laughing at me right now. Aw, well, with lots of love. Yes, with lots of love. Um, well, you know, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about eclipses. Okay. I think um, I talk about them a lot uh, with clients, and they're a little confused. They know that they're like, why are they so significant and powerful? Right. Is my question. Yeah, which is a great question. So eclipses, and I, I, I was taught this, you know, by Stephanie Azaria, mm-hmm. I've studied with a wonderful astrologer, but also really linked up with my own knowingness before, you know, when I studied astrology before about eclipses. That the thing with eclipses is that. They come and they are game changers in our lives in different areas. Um, we call them sideways elevators. And what that means is that, okay. you know, people say, what's going to happen? You know, there's an eclipse. There's an eclipse in my house of relationship. Am I going to break up? Am I going to meet somebody? Okay. And one can look at that and say, well, I don't want to really say be predictive, but say these may be trends that will come up. But one thing is that if you can predict what it is, it's almost never what will happen on an eclipse. Okay. An eclipse has an energy of an out-of-the-blue shift in your life, you know? So if you haven't changed something that really needs to needs be to changed, change, it will change for you. Interesting. And so that's why they can sound really scary to people, like, oh, there's an eclipse, oh, my God, what's going to happen? But they always, 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 and I do sort of like to scientifically, from my literal left brain, 3D, tangible <laughs> Yes. <laughs> like to investigate this I literally have for years you know like just watching it with everyone I know they they always take you to where you need to go and it okay. is always for the best so things happen so that is the good news yeah so so you know an example of an eclipse is let's say it is in your relationship sector you know where it's happening and you're like you know ah, oh, what's gonna happen you know and then you are racing to go to the store to get your dog food and you get in a fender bender and like ah you know right and you exchange numbers with the person and then you end up dating them wow okay <laughs> you predicted that you know it's a bad thing good thing exactly you know? um or a relationship ends right in your life suddenly out of the blue which right has been going on a lot for that's people what you were saying right now and yeah I'll talk about and you feel like this is not this doesn't make sense i mean you know there's no logic to this there was no warning and yet and yet it's always that you needed space for something else mm-hmm. I, I know that that's you know that thought goes around a lot especially in our city and can sound kind of trite but but i think there's a lot of truth that well it's deeply profound too if you really think about that yeah it is it's a big change yeah and i do think that we all kind of know that when our space is taken up with something or someone or someone and then it's removed as long as we can be still and I think I wrote some notes I wanted to talk about yeah to everybody today please about there's this moment if this isn't too tangential it's okay I think think we're all going through this right now um there's a moment you know we've all been through a lot of clearing out right now Mm -hmm. um a lot of the what the fucks on my phone are just deep stuff People are really dealing with some deep core issues. I mean, core, like mm-hmm. like ancestral type fears, like how they've been nurtured, how they how deal they've not been nurtured or not nurtured. Exactly. Um, stuff they thought, a lot of people, you know, myself included, thinking, I got over that already. What is going on? Is this really rearing its ugly head again? A revisiting. Yeah. 
exactly. You know, my, my fear of abandonment, really? Is this really back? Exactly. <laughs> my fear of attachment. or And um, a lot of astrological stuff has gone on. Okay. Um, stirring up stuff, you know, without getting too technical over the last few years. We had this major cardinal cross that just wrecked havoc. With a when lot was of people. that? That started in June of 2012. Okay. Reverberated a little bit back to you know 2010 and perceptively ended uh, last year. But remember, I said there's aftershocks. Yeah. So some of those have been happening. You know, okay. In the last. And that's few the nuance <laughs> of, of something popping up again that we feel like we had resolved. Mm-hmm. And I think in in psychotherapeutic terms, what that is 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 as I often tell clients, is you peel back the layers of the onion, you revisit the same issue at a higher level of integration and awareness. You know, particularly things like abandonment, attachment, um, right. and such. Right. So I didn't realize that there's astrological terms for that too, which yeah. I think is so cool. And I think it, I think that's really well said. Um, and, and yeah, it's a very similar thing. You know, I think sometimes you know. People, we, we think as humans, you know, that there's an end point. And I, I think I told you before we started the show, yeah. I don't really believe in time. I was kind of born with no, no understanding of that, you mm-hmm. know, that, that things don't go in a linear fashion. Everything's happening all at once. It is. I didn't know how to explain that when I was a child. I didn't understand. I knew it was true, but I lacked the language. But, you know, <laughs> I understand how to explain it a little more now. But... You know, something about astrology, jumping off on a tangent again, sure. is, that, is that it does tell you some of these core issues that you'll have. And if we can get to the point where we don't think that's bad or good and just see it as, wow. You Information. Know, yeah, I'm a purple crayon. You're a red crayon. And that then peeling the layers, like you said, in yeah. you know, psychotherapy or whether it's astrological aftershocks of yes. planets, that each time, yes, we evolve more and that we're not stuck in that. I don't believe right. that we have to be stuck in it, but it's an experience that we came to learn. So whether that's attachment, abandonment, love, fear, what, you know, this or that. Mm-hmm. And so I think we get hard on ourselves when we think that we have to achieve this finality, this end point. You know, there's a beginning and we were all messed up and now we figured it out and it's all done. And Instead of loving the experience and the whole process, yeah, of, of what you being call, with it, yeah, your wound or your gift, you know, your wound that turns into the gift. So. I've, been, I've been thinking a lot in that vein of, of Lisa, just be with what is, mm-hmm. just be with what is, you know, and, and though I want to flinch from it or, you know, like especially when it's painful, just be with what is because there's information. So I've been asking these things that have happened, like, what. What information do you have for me? You right. know, what do I need to know? Where, how can I, how can I use this for myself and, and with others? Right. So trying to just be with what is. Right. I know. And it's, it's, a, it's sometimes a challenge to do that. Because yeah. we're not, we, we get uncomfortable with that stillness. I was going to say, you know, like where we get to the point where there's information. Oh, now we've got to fill it in. We've got to figure it all mm-hmm. out instead of just be with it. But yeah, I mean, our, our, our world, our bodies, our, our whole spheres you know the whole thing going on here yeah up in the sky and within ourselves is really a beautiful beautifully attuned system and we're always getting information it's just how we're going to do yeah, i'm getting it. glimpses of that as you're talking like this big <laughs> system like like yeah it's really like perfect it's in like perfect a solar balance. system of yes. its of its own yeah so getting getting back to this time period i feel like a lot of those things you know are going on where people are feeling these core things they thought they were done with we've had a lot of clean out since the beginning of the year the last few weeks have been kind of volatile you know mm-hmm. and people have been sort of going whoa right now and then we have the eclipse and and but right well let me go back to the eclipse okay so when the eclipse happened what the eclipse helped do 
was like a sideways elevator. Take us to where we need to go. Get okay. rid of some things, bring in some things, specifically hitting people in the land of relationship because the eclipse was in Libra. Yes. And that was the end, I think I said before, but talked about a lot of things here. Yeah. <laughs> of an eclipse cycle that's been going on the last few years. Right. So that was the end of this Libra eclipse cycle. Okay. Where we're dealing with ourself versus the other, how we relate. Mm -hmm. So, so much of the work we've been doing is on our relationships. Mm -hmm. And because of this, because, you know, um, it gets really personal when, you know, work is done in the land of relationships. Absolutely. A lot of people have felt really unfettered or... Half the people I know are getting engaged suddenly. Yeah, so euphoria. I'm not you. yes. Right, yeah, I believe you. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. So with all that going on, then today we have, um, did I explain enough about Eclipse? Maybe I should Yeah, no, definitely, okay. definitely. All right. So, you know, so for today, yeah. yeah. And and how do we feel better? <laughs> <laughs> how, do, how do we feel better today? Yes, yeah, and <laughs> moving forward. Moving, moving forward, we accept what might have come from right. the Eclipse cycle. You know, there was one on March 8th in, in Pisces. And, you know, that that one brought a lot of stuff to the surface, too. I think you said you did a ritual, yeah. uh, unbeknownst, I guess, to yourself. Absolutely. By the water, on the which beach, was yeah. perfect. Yes. I <laughs> didn't know it was in Pisces. Sign. I didn't jot that information down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so we've all been, let's just say, we've all been through a lot of uh, game-changing uh, terrain shifts and, you know, a lot of people moving. I mean, I can't tell you how many friends, myself included, just sudden, yes. sudden moves. So, you know, foundational moves, you know. Foundational shifts. Foundational shifts. And today, <laughs> I feel, you know, everyone should really see that there's, we're on a new, it's it's a new dawn. And it it's really beautiful. Is. It literally looks like a new dawn. It's it's stunningly i'm fortunate to have a convertible here and i've just been driving everywhere with the top down like soaking in the gloriousness of this day <laughs> i love it yeah that's it's what you've got to do here right <laughs> it, is, it is i mean wow right be with it yeah it's really pretty if everybody could see where we're sitting it's yes. beautiful so you're saying today in particular is yes. is a like it's a, it's a, a recalibration job. even? I like that word. Yeah. I'd say that we have the gift of um, recalibrating. Yeah. Our mind and our heart are having the ability to be awakened to newness in our lives. Mm-hmm. So I told a few friends, just be still, you know, try not, you've, you've cleared out a lot of stuff. So you might feel a little, you know, aftershock of that and you might want to start filling it back in. You know how it Absolutely. Is, you know, it's uncomfortable sometimes. Like wanting to do. Mm-hmm. Especially, yes. I mean, me <laughs> being air, Aries rising, right. Aries, Gemini. moon, I mean, yeah, moon. <laughs> it's totally like, like, what can I do? What and, can, and sometimes right now when there's nothing to do and in fact right. the messages do not do. Right. It's, yes. So uncomfortable. Yes. There's an Aries very close to me that I've been saying that too. Like, you want to do, do, do. But, you know, there's a little bit of pause because a lot has changed. Let it settle. Yeah. Although, you know, you feel like in doing, you're moving forward. But sometimes we are not moving forward as much as, you know, being in it. And for myself, I feel like that message is is definitely soaking in in a way it never has in my life. Like it is becoming more comfortable not to do. Let things come to me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was telling you before the show that quite a number of really big things I've been working on for up to six years have manifested instantly, including um, in the mo- little, in, literally instant manifestation. When I'm thinking of someone and something that needs to be resolved, I get a text or there's an email. I got my patent after six years of That's work. Amazing. Thank you. I got my California LCSW license after 20 months of work, you know, like the day that I'm wondering what the hell is going on, boom, email, text, voicemail. So I'm like, wow, this is kind of cool to not do anything and just sit and let it come to me. Yeah. Yeah. And and I believe you said that you had some 
some things removed from your life. Definitely so. Time. Yeah, at the same time, a big removal that was yeah. very unexpected. Yeah, and I'd say and very that, painful. Yeah, and I would say that has to do with the eclipse in a sense. You know, that out of the blue kind of thing. You know, a change, and yet happens is the universe always brings you what you need you know Mm -hmm. and again we hear that over and over again and it can be irritating when you're in your muck but it really really is the truth you know and um you've seen that i mean that's it's literally there's no there's no i don't believe in time but there's not even a 3d time (laughs) lag it's literally like that and i noticed that Uh in my life you know i have a huge move going on right now and um And it's been difficult (laughs) to get anything together. But I know, and in the few moments that I have gotten something together, literally within a minute of, you know, a big shift, you know, getting, literally getting rid of something or uh, accepting, you know, that the change, boom. Accepting, yes. Yeah, just five minutes, maybe. It's stunning. I've had this, yeah, and all these situations, I've just accepted this is how it is. This is how it is, Lisa. Like, it's okay. Right. It's okay. It's and then, okay. boom, things right. begin to happen. I'm like, wow, this is pretty exciting. Right. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So today, because I keep going all around and around. So today... Where do you want to come back to? Yeah, at the Mercury with Uranus. Okay. Uh, the, the planetary thing today, because it's just so perfect uh, that, you know, the show is today and we're talking. Yes. It's very active today to communicate. So what can we expect or what should we be mindful of with this... Today we Crossing. should be yeah. Today we should be mindful of that. There's a, it's a. I think you and I were saying it before. It's a day of sort of electrical communication. There's a lot of uh, you know flashes of messages that can be received. Okay. Like I said to anyone if anyone called in, you know, to pay attention to what you hear, what you see, however you perceive a message, you know, and um, these messages will be taking you to your new social consciousness and your new way of being over okay. the next year, you know, Great. definitely in the summer. It's it's a very different day, I just want to say, than last week. It okay. really is it a feels new dawn that way. kind of day. Um, for, um, you know, it's spring, you know. Um, like I said, they could have an illusion, you know, that it's that you have a stillness that's, you know, irritating, but if you if you sit with it, you can see that you're receiving messages, mm-hmm. and it will spark uh, a lot of clearing and a lot of forward movement. Actually, the clearing's taken place. Basically, yeah. this is now the forward movement, you know. Kind of what can uh, e- even what we can fill in now from this. I- I'm picturing, like, soil being mm-hmm. tilled, you know, That's weeds good. being pulled up, and it's this empty, you know, soil that looks very barren. Mm-hmm. And then, like, what we can kind of put in there and mm-hmm. get growing. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. I mean, spring always has that. And then today, you know, it's we have so much of it in the way we're thinking and communicating. You know, another day we may be still with it. You know, I'm saying overall that we should be okay with our stillness. But today, today is a little more social. Today, you know, different signs might have important meetings. You know, okay. uh, different signs might hear different things. Um, something I want to say is that, yeah. you know, it's it, like a couple weeks ago at the beginning of the year, there were things we were all sort of desperately cared about, I'd say. Okay. People, places, yeah. relationships, things like, you know, like of my significance. Move, house I need to stay in, a, you know, a, a car I need to have, okay. a, a way my life needs to be, a relationship that defines me that I have to have. And they're just, they've been loosened. The eclipse yes. helped loosen them. And even without trying, you know, uh, memories, you know, are sort of been made suddenly, you know, things that we thought were here now, now that it's like a memory, you know? Right. And today, if you tune, you know, inside to your heart, you know, and your chakras, and then you move outside into your knowing, 
you know, not your thinking, and just kind of allow yourself this spring. Literally, we're being sprung, you know, spring mm-hmm. sprung forward. And mm-hmm. today, in a lot of ways, through communication. I can give a wee little thing. You know, I normally wouldn't go through the signs. I wasn't going to do yeah, that. Yeah, please. Because, because Let's it's do about it. communication, you know, just a wee little thing. Okay, great. With Mercury, because it's so important today about how we're thinking and speaking. So for Aries right now, um, there's a lot of energy. Eurydice is in Aries and, you know, uh, we're in the Aries time period right now. There's a lot of uh, communicative, let's say, blurt <laughs> or fieriness okay. uh, going on. Um, the, and today, specifically, Aries could have a breakthrough in communication, but there is the caution, and I'm sort of laughing because all Aries know this, to just think a little, maybe put a little tact in there if you can. Real oneself your, in, <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, uh, with your communication, but if you allow, I want to say if you allow to be sparked from your heart and speak from your truth there, you actually could uh, evoke a lot of change, you know. So if you're in a meeting or in a relationship and you feel inspired to speak up about something, um, you could really problem solve. This is a day where a lot, out of the blue problem solving, I should say, for, all, for everybody could okay. be there. You know, if you're stuck on a problem, let's say, over and over, and you've gone round and around, today's a day where you could turn the crystal and see it differently. Great. And Aries would have the ability to speak and sort of, you know, communicate that. Okay, great. <laughs> Just, you know, watch that you're coming from your... <laughs> a place of love. Your heart, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, Um and for Aries, you know, this is their birthday season. They've been through, you know, the month before their birthday, you know, clearing out stuff a lot like everybody has been. And um, now it's, a, you know, resets, the new dawn, you know, and just speak your messages, you know, with maybe a little bit of tact, but I don't mean restraint. You know, it's, it's a fine line between saying restrain and tact. And so I Yeah, they are different. It, and I thought, well, the way I would language tact is just make sure it's from your heart. You yeah, know? with some grace. You're moved. From right. Your heart. Um, Taurus is having um, Mercury in the 12th house, and it's, you know, this is the house of the unconscious, the downloads, you know, the, the ether, the stuff we were talking about, mm-hmm. clairvoyant, you know, yes. out there in the 5D. Um, there's a little bit of a, you know, caution to watch a little bit what you say, but only because there's being, you know, downloads are basically coming into, you know, your sphere. This is a great influence for music, for nature, for meditation, for clairvoyant stuff, for knowing, for stuff out in ether, angels. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, uh, things come up that might feel a little uncomfortable that you can't quite name because we're working in the realm of the unknown here. Okay. Um, but if you allow, you know, if, if Taurus allows and just tune into the cosmos, there's a lot of support to be had right now. Great. For Gemini, uh, Mercury, you, <laughs> you <all> right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mercury is in the 11th house. Okay. Uh, Mercury's at four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mercury, I'm going to speed this up. Yes. Gemini, in the Gemini fashion. Mercury is in the 11th house. And, that's and so what sign f- is this for? This is for you. Oh, for Gemini. Gemini. Who so- rules. Mercury yeah. rules Yeah, that's us. right. So socialize, chat, gather your team, look for okay, support, great. talk stuff. Right? I'm going to speed this up. Okay. Cancer, you have it in the 10th house. This is great for your goals, for your career stuff, for managing. Get some inspiration out of the blue, how to you know deal with the, your systems. Um, strategies and just make sure that you're allowing yourself to go for your goals and not getting weighted down by family stuff and you know going that way. That's cancer. Yes, Leo has it in the ninth house. New ideas, new vistas, uh, either in your mind or on foot. The need to expand yourself, you know, imagine and create vision, you know, from your highest vision for yourself. Get out and find new groups and ways to fulfill yourself, expand yourself. 
Cool. Okay. Virgo, in the eighth house, their intuition is running high, which you see is probably more accurate than some words. Uh, you know, it's in the house of uh, sex and seductivity, so okay. there could be a little bit of that going on. Merged funds, payoffs, any kind of thing out of the blue about funding yourself, Kickstarter, crowdfunding okay. kind of stuff. Great. Libra. Me, in yes. the seventh house. <laughs> Relationships, you know, heart-to-heart talks right now, really going, and even if it's discomforting, you know, sure. bringing out what's going on, you know, and, and clear communication, and again, problem-solving, and uh, relationship-type stuff, you know. Yes. Out-of-the-box ideas. Scorpio, sixth house, your daily life, your, your rituals, your work, what works for you. Maybe fine-tuning your health routine, you know, getting some communication. Again, this is all out-of-the-blue, though, today. Okay. Like, I mean, out-of-the-blue are flashes of insight. So if you always thought, the messages. Paying yes. attention. Yeah. So that's really what it is. Electrical messages in these areas that mm-hmm. can give you new insight. Okay? Yeah. And to how to better do your routines or in your job, brainstorming, you know, at work, new ideas, you know. This is Scorpio. Uh, this is actually Scorpio. Yeah, Scorpio. Yes. Sag, I'm trying to. <laughs> in the fifth house, create, laugh, play with kids, have fun. You know, there's a little bit of pressure this week with the planets, you know, making it a little more serious. But do something creative or romantic for yourself, you know. Okay, um, that sounds nice and, and playful for Sagittarius. Capricorns in the fourth house, family, hearth. Your home, heart to heart talks, trying to balance. And I know a Capricorn in particular, trying to balance family, my brother, uh-huh. family stuff like with me versus work and how to work that all out, you know, balancing between career and family. I wanted to tell the Capricorns to breathe, prioritize, <laughs> share your feelings, and release. That's good. Aquarius in the third house, talk, ideas, chat, network, connect, flit about. Um, you might meet some new people, new, you know, new options, new ideas. You can multitask today, you know, get online, you know, get on Twitter, do your stuff. Uh, pay attention to messages for everybody, but Aquarius especially, that you're okay. seeing today. And Pisces, second house, business talks, money, your values, how you bring in stuff. You know, don't be dog- bogged down, I want to say, the Pisces by tax season and your accountant sheet. Uh. Let this electrical Uranus uh thing going on today to bring you new uh, ideas about how to join forces or fiscally, you know, improve your life or, or go to the next level. Um, allow flashes today. Don't get bogged down and mired in the um, Be open the to them. Yeah. I hope that wasn't too quick. <laughs> no, it sounds good. Amadeus, I, I, I'm certain we could keep speaking okay. for endlessly yes. <laughs> today. Can you let people know how they can find you and reach you if they would like a reading, a consultation, etc.? I will. You can find me at my website, which is imamadeus.com, and the spelling is a little funky. It's A-M-A-D-A-E-S.com, although I think it still goes with the Mozart spelling. I think so, too. (laughs) And that's where to find me. Amadeus, I appreciate you being on today so much, and I look forward to our shows in the future that we have planned out coming up this summer for everyone listening, and I'm sure it could grow to even more than just two shows following this one. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. So that concludes our show for today. Next week, tune in to listen to my conversation with Catherine Gray, who is a film producer, speaker, and author who founded 360 Karma Women, which is a platform offering tools for women, assisting them in finding their calling and where they belong. Goodbye. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir, only on LA Talk Radio.